like cylinder with spokes. On the outside edge of the wheel was steel. The inner half was glass. Actually transparent polyform with sophisticated radiation shielding built in. From there, the wheels were set to spinning at a rate so as to generate as close to one Earth gravity as possible. Further, the wheels were started spinning on another axis perpendicular to the sun on a 30-hour rotation assuring that each segment had a facsimile of night and day. The planting schemes were a mix of soil and hydroponic strategies, with the hydroponic farms residing primarily in the spokes of each wheel, where gravity was less due to the shorter axis and centripetal forces therein. The regular earth gravity on the main outside surface also allowed the agro-crops personnel to serve multiple stints, without suffering the bone loss inherent with extended weightlessness. The wheels were largely automated, with drones and droids to provide the majority of the labor. Each wheel was staffed with two crew members who worked in three-month shifts. The work was fairly easy physically, but the emotional stress was considerable. Hence, the crews were paid handsomely for their efforts, made even more rewarding by only having to work half of the calendar year. Two more rotations, Carrie said reassuringly to Tricia. I'll be home in a quarter and once more after that. How many other jobs let you retire at 28, babe? You're right, said Tricia, wiping away tears. Just don't go falling in love with your crewmate before you come back. Not likely, said Carrie. I drew the short straw and got a boy who just graduated from the academy. I'll try to keep my hands off him, okay? The news actually seemed to cheer Trisha up a bit, and Carrie's spirits were lifted by the fact that the last view of Trisha's lovely face was one of a cheerful smile. As Carrie prepared for her ascent, she looked out the window, down from Pikes Peak and clear to Kansas. She gazed out on the once bounteous plains, now dotted with only the occasional patch of green among grid after grid of endless city. Lowering her eyes, she intoned the prayer she had created many years ago. Mother Gaia, may you bless our ailing planet, torn by wars, overfilled with life and undernourished. I go now to the stars to grow food for your billions of children. Bless me in my travels and look kindly on my efforts. I am the child of your womb and stay grateful for the life you've breathed into my body until I pass again into the air, the river, and the soil. May I be your faithful servant. When she arrived at her transport, she had the first chance to survey her partner for the first time in person, Pax Trentor, 22 years old and a recent graduate of the AgroCorps Academy. Unlike Carrie, who came from fairly homogeneous North American Anglo stock, Pax Trentor was one of the beautiful products of the international melting pot that had grown in strength in the 22nd and 23rd centuries. His facial features were lovely mix of many Asian nations, and his skin was a brownish bronze reflecting the same. His body certainly denoted an upbringing which had included good nutrition and physical activity, standing at over two meters in height and superb muscles evident, even below his uniform. His smile of greeting was transparent and humorous in a way. The sexual unions of the Agrocorps were legendary, little Edens they were called, the great floating wheels in space. The wheels were not cool in the temperature department, 
generally hovering around 38 degrees Celsius. Many crew members opted to go clothing-free, and often indulged in the fantasies that one might imagine could happen on a desert island in space, with only one other person. In truth, the human corps members were only there for emergencies and checking on routine maintenance. When crises did happen, the three-month shifts could quite often be romps in every sense of the word. Carrie's second mission had in fact been a bona fide romp. Her partner, Graciela, had been one of the most sexual beings she had ever encountered, and they had quite nearly lost the station to a meteor due to their mutual distraction. Since that voyage, Carrie had been more cautious. She had not gone out of her way to request female-female wired co-pilots. She had also learned how to deal with the randy young males she was often paired with. It was immediately apparent that Pax would need...